With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He gets the protection. He goes long and on his back to ice it is Marquez Valdez-Scantling for the second straight week. He catches a long ball. He had two of them against the Bills. 32 yards tonight. Unbelievably aggressive call. Only Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they didn't blitz up the middle, and they gave him enough time. Yeah, they brought everybody. Um, they were going to challenge us, and the guys stepped up and made plays. I mean, God put us a lot of adversity in our way this year, and we accepted the challenge, and we're come better for it. I mean, it's uh, it's been a heck of a year. We're not done yet, but this is the, this is the way to get there. Patrick Mahomes is going to a fourth Super Bowl. The Chiefs beat the Ravens in Baltimore 17 points to 10. In the NFC right now, the Detroit Lions 14 lead the San Francisco 49ers 7. That is in the early stages of the second quarter. Phil Murphy has anchored so much of our coverage on ESPN throughout this NFL season. He's heading for Vegas soon enough. He's taking all of this in today. Phil, always great to have you on the program. Welcome. Great to chat to you again. And yeah, I'm actually sitting watching this game, <laughs> reacting to, uh, reacting alongside. I know a lot of people who are listening. So, uh, maybe, maybe the bluntest question to start: How bad was Lamar Jackson today with the Ravens? Uh, he was poor, but it's it's kind of tough. I mean, his he's going up against a Chiefs team led by Patrick Mahomes, who has a reputation of being flawless at this stage. And it, the, the Ravens came out and they they performed well early on, but then just got on the wrong side of things um, with the score and the game script. And it didn't allow them to do what they like to do, which is, you know, every, every team looks to play from the head ahead, but they're specifically built to play from ahead. They got one dimensional, but that said, there were some moments where Lamar Jackson, who will win an MVP at the NFL honors ceremony, Super Bowl week, it's a foregone conclusion that he'll win it. He, he tried to do a little bit too much. There were some times that there were some open, simple throws underneath that he eschewed to try and have the big moment, big play, and it proved costly. And against a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team that, yes, only scored 17 points, but they were kind of like a boa constrictor out there. They got a little bit of leverage, creeped up, and then it was a, a slow, inevitable perishing of the Ravens who fall in the AFC Championship game and, and fall one step short of the Super Bowl. Kansas City's going. Were the signature moments with the Ravens, the, the strip sack on Jackson, the fumble on the goal line, and the end zone interception? Yeah, and the fumble at the goal line, it was really unfortunate. Zay Flowers is a rookie first-round draft pick who has been magnificent for Baltimore, especially since tight end Mark Andrews went down with injury. The young wide receiver had a long touchdown earlier in the game. Then Lamar Jackson hit him on a long touchdown that should have set up first and goal, but Zay Flowers was called for a correct unsportsmanlike conduct violation. So that was one strike against him. 
Uh, then he fumbled on the goal line and lost possession trying to reach for what would have been a touchdown to make it a three-point game. And then he went over to the bench and punched the bench and lacerated his finger. It was oh. just – I think that sequence was, was a good microcosm of what happened with Baltimore is that they were agonizingly close but kind of, you know, were their own worst enemy at moments. And, and yes, the, the Lamar Jackson throw into the end zone, the interception – that was a situation where, again, perhaps trying to do a little bit too much against a terrific defense in Kansas City that had a great game plan, like by defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo and the blitz packages they were putting on Lamar really kept him from being at his best. But whilst Patrick Mahomes didn't have the same, you know, 300-yard type passing game, I think he had 240 or something in that range, you could tell he was always in control of the game. And that's just a byproduct of being there. You mentioned it when, when, you, when you introduced me, going to a Super Bowl for a fourth time not just a fourth time, but a fourth time in five years. Only three franchises have done that ever. That was Tom Brady in his prime and the Buffalo Bills of the early 1990s. So this is a Chiefs dynasty that is uncommon in the NFL, and they have a player in Patrick Mahomes who just has a way of playing his best football at the best possible time. It is. Uh, that's, it's so staggering, Phil, that so six years as the starting quarterback, six AFC championship games, and four Super Bowls. So at the start of his journey – and the comparisons with what Brady was able to do at the peak of his powers. He, he, he is quite phenomenal. Yes, and, and so much criticism was rightfully given toward the receivers this year for Kansas City. They brought back 10 of their top 11 pass catchers. But, man, we talked about it a, a lot on, on the Blitz on ESPN. Why are these great receivers dropping the ball so much? And I'm, I'm not being figurative. They were dropping yeah. passes. Travis Kelsey was toward the top of that list. Uh, Rasheed Rice, the rookie. Marquez Valdez-Scantling dropped what would have been a game winner earlier in the season. He had in the divisional round and the AFC Championship game long catches to seal the win. So uh, you know, part of that, too, Patrick Mahomes was never one to go out and criticize the wide receivers. He was saying, I trust my guys over and over again. And I know it's a little bit more complex than that, but it is nice to see just from a neutral standpoint, somebody who had every right to criticize the guys around him on a public forum publicly have their back and then publicly those guys step up Travis Kelsey looked like he was in his absolute prime whereas most of the season he looked like he was in his twilight and the game clinching catch with Marquez Valdez Scantling 32 yards is one that was a difficult ball he was backpedaling and with the had to secure the ball before losing it while hitting the ground and he makes the play so credit to Kansas City for for coming up aces absolutely when they needed to and it's because they have the ace under center Patrick Mahomes and he's a leader deserving of of the Super Bowl stage that he'll be in in the fourth time in five years. They have done it the hard way. So they've come through Buffalo and Baltimore. And as you point out, that was, that was largely because of their faulty hands through most of the season. How big an accomplishment to win your way through on the road in the divisional game and the conference game. Well, Patrick Mahomes for all that he's accomplished, his start against Buffalo was the first time in his career. He had gone on the road in the playoffs, 15 straight home games, and then neutral sites were the, were the Super Bowls. You know, it's a nice caveat to have to have. But he never went to a true road environment to get there. Then he goes to the top two seeds in the AFC and wins on the road and outduels high, high-caliber quarterbacks to do so. But it should come as no surprise. I know he hadn't played in the road or on the road in his postseason career to that point. But in the regular season, he's 38-11 and 11 on the road, a, a, win, a win percentage that is absolutely staggering. We're talking, what, 76%? That just doesn't happen. So he's somebody who is immune to the difficult circumstances. And because he has, he's known nothing but pressure. His first year as a starting quarterback, he gets to the conference championship game where he faces Tom Brady. His second year as a starting quarterback, he's in the Super Bowl. 
and on and on. And, and it's, it's, it's amazing to see the legacy still be written. And we don't want to, I don't want to sit here and make comparisons yet because obviously it's, it seems that his story is not done. And whomever gets through between San Francisco and Kansas City, I'm interested to see how, if the Chiefs will be favored in that game. But I'm not one who's going to doubt Patrick Mahomes at any point. He has reached that, that rarefied air that you can never count him out in a game or in any, in any individual postseason format. These things break two ways, Phil. I'm interested in just the immediate reaction, uh, the appreciation of sustained excellence and arriving at a Super Bowl again, the Chiefs and Mahomes, or fatigue that it's the Chiefs and Mahomes again in the Super Bowl. Well, I, I think it's so immediate now that we're not able to say I mean, you know, with, with the, I mentioned the Patriots dynasty. I mean, everybody had their favorite NFL team. And then it got to a point where your second favorite team was whomever was playing the Patriots. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if we're that point yet, but it's Detroit who's up seven right now on ESPN. If they are to come through, I mean, what an underdog story that would be. I think a lot of the, a lot of the neutrals out there would be backing the Lions because this is just such a man, a success starved franchise. And, and what a great story that is. If San Francisco can come back, I think you'll see a lot more split support. Nothing against San Francisco, but um, you know they're a team that, that that's expected to be there, and um, it's, it's a Super Bowl. Re- it would be a Super Bowl rematch from what four years ago. So I think that'd be one where you, you would see more neutrals just tuning in to enjoy the game. Whereas if the Lions underdog story continues. I mean, I, I know I can speak for a lot of us listening. We all kind of like the underdog tale. Yes, yes. So the Lions 14, 49 is 7. There's 8.47 left in the second quarter. What have you made of the early exchanges in Santa Clara? Well, it's been it's been really interesting to oh, see Detroit turnover. come out and they've just intercepted yeah. Brock Purdy as we're doing some play-by-play here. Uh, San Francisco <laughs> turning the ball over in their own territory. But this Lions team came out and they played fearless football from the start. They scored the first touchdown within 80 seconds of the snap. And then they forced the missed field goal, went down and scored again. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not advocating to make a punt or not, but you were looking at the, the odds when Detroit was up 14 nothing. San Francisco was still like $1.70 to win the game. I mean, there were still people who were just down 14, ah, whatever. The 49ers will come back. It'll be very interesting to see if that confidence wanes and fades, the deeper Detroit can hold their lead. But San Francisco hasn't looked their sharpest, whereas Detroit's come out strong. Now, the problem for Detroit, They've led a lot of games like this, and their defense has let them down through some poor tackling. On San Francisco's lone touchdown drive, there were some missed tackles and some extra yards accounted for. I don't know if that's something that Detroit can afford in this game. They're really going to have to sharpen up defensively to close this one out. I've uh, just had a quick flick. So the, the memes are running on Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl for the first time. Is how, how rich a thread is that? She was out on the field with Travis Kelsey after, after the Chiefs had advanced. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, she's going to be a topic, a regular topic of Super Bowl week, and I, I would assume is that the game. I haven't looked at her tour schedule. The one interesting thing is, and my, my wife pointed this out to me, she has a history of uh, breaking up with significant others right around the time of the Grammys, <laughs> which if you look at the calendar, is a week from today, a week before the Super Bowl. So just for Travis Kelsey's sake, I hope he's not playing that game with a broken heart. <laughs> That's very good, Phil. Hey, I, I actually... She's due here straight after the Super Bowl. So I sent my daughters are in the tie-up. They're 19 and 16. So I'm real world living the experience of the girls who have never had any interest in the NFL, have watched Chief games with me in the second half of the season. I sent through Chiefs are into the Super Bowl, Tay-Tay going to Vegas and got back Oh my God! What about her Australian shows? So they're uh, they're worried about the calendar. 
Well, I mean, and listen, I, you know, it, it's in the western part of the United States. It's in Las Vegas. And I'm sure she has no uh, complexities with travel that you and I would have to deal with. But, I mean, you know, if she's going to be in Australia, we cover the NFL for Australia on ESPN. I don't know. Maybe I can sneak in a credential. I've never seen her <laughs> live, but I hear it's an experience. Phil, great of you to join us as all this is unfolding in real time. The Lions are threatening to score again. I can't wait to see you in Vegas. Always great to chat. We'll talk soon. Good on you. Phil Murphy there, who's anchored so much of the ESPN coverage of the NFL season for us. I'm late to the news with Nathan.